Welcome everyone to our first live stream um, podcast and we're here to talk about Bristol City and unfortunately our first live podcast is about a dismal loss. Um, it finished Ashton Gate yesterday, um, Bristol City nil, Birmingham 2. Um, I watched the game on a stream Um Matisse, you watched the game, I think, as well, didn't you? If he's there. Um, uh, all right. Um, yeah, we both watched the game. Um, uh, hello, Ollie. See, uh, see you there in the chat. Um, yeah, we both watched the game. It was pretty hor- horrendous for most of it, uh, as Matisse drops out brilliant um but yes pretty horrendous for most of it and from kind of the crest of the wave kind of the kind of the top of kind of highs of Millwall away and just a general uh you know brilliant uh result as is Matisse back I'm not sure uh general brilliant result at Millwall and it's kind of gone to gone to this uh Hello, John. Um, here we go. I'm not going to hear the end of this now. Um, but yes, uh, a really, really poor, poor afternoon, and just in general, did not go the way of City. And well, here we are to discuss discuss all about the game. The team was as as it goes on the running order. There, it was Max Max O'Leary in goal, George Tanner, Zach Vine, and Rob Dickey who gets sent off. Um, for something, I know what. Uh, Matty James, sorry, Campering at left-back. Matty James, Joe Williams, Harry Cornick, uh, and Jason Knight. Obviously, Jason Knight was playing kind of the 10 role, so that's why I put him kind of along with Cornick. Mehmeti off the left. No Naki Wells, no Tommy Conway. So who do we put up top? Sam Bell uh, up against that Birmingham team. It was John Ruddy in goal. Uh, Ethan Laird at right-back. Uh, Dion Sanderson, who was the captain for Blues, uh, Kevin Long, Lou Buchanan, Ivan Sunjic, Bielik, Dambele, Anderson, Bakuna, Hogan. Um, going back to the City team, Matisse, uh, what were your thoughts? Yeah, sorry, guys, my connection is not great. But um, yeah, so when the team went out, I-, I was looking for Roberts at the left back. But then again, it was a tough decision and could have gone either way. Back four otherwise was... Um, was the norm um, in the midfield as well? Is what we expected. I th- I thought Cal could possibly contest for that, but I think for the next game maybe he could. Um, for the front, for the front three, yeah, very surprised to see Bell up front. Um, trying something new, I guess. I, I would have preferred one Naki up front, Anis on the left, and then I think Cornick did deserve his start. Don't think he was great in the game, but um, after the the uh, first two league games, he wasn't too bad. I mean, well, he did gas the goals. Um, but yeah, interesting to see Bell up front. But yeah, otherwise, pretty normal. We don't have too much to work with with the injuries. But yeah, yeah, it felt it felt um, felt a bit weird with that starting front three because uh, I think we looked at it and went, oh well, who's playing up top? Uh, Pearson confirmed it was going to be Sam Bell. But as soon as it was Sam Bell, and you look at the two Birmingham centre backs in Kevin Long and Dion Sanderson, who were both very good in the air, you kind of went, 
how how are we going to play this? Because we aren't. We thought we were a team that's kind of possession based, but every time we're in a tight position, we kind of hoofball it, and it's it's all it's very frustrating. Um, it just it just it just didn't it just didn't it just didn't work. Um, didn't watch the game, neither did I watch highlights, but it sounded like Bush City were absolutely outplayed all round. However, Blues look the real deal so far. Um, yeah, outplayed is probably the right word. We were completely overran in midfield. Um, and talking of Birmingham, I've mentioned the starting eleven, but their back back four um, it was basically a back three really with Buchanan as centre back, uh, last centre back uh, when Blues were in possession, uh, and Ethan led kind of bombing on uh, down that right hand side. He was really really good. Um, yeah, they just outplayed us really, and from the first minute we had mo- we had like sixty something percent possession, which is considerably more than Birmingham. Didn't didn't do anything with it. Yeah, well, we definitely deserve to lose that game. I have to be honest. I mean, at, at the end of the game, Naki Wells had that chance from five yards out. I mean, that was what that was one. That was for one one that. as well. That was not was not. For, yeah, that was not after two. We would have been so one, lucky. One. Yeah, we would have been so lucky to get a result. Um, if you finish that off, but no, definitely a deserved loss. Well, like you said, from kickoff, twelve seconds in, and they get a chance headed over the crossbar, yeah. and then sixty-six percent possession, zero shots on target. It's it's just those two don't go together. It's embarrassing, and we've had three shots on target across all three games. You can't, you just can't have that. Yeah, it's, it's just it's not good enough for this level. So yeah, I think attention needs to be made to the attack, especially. But I think we were obviously positive um, after the Millwall game, but I feel like that it kind of shaded how we played in a way because at the, at the pressing game it was kind of the same at the Mill game was really tight, and we only had one shot on target, and that was the goal. So I felt like now this was the results kind of shaded how we played. And I think if you look at all three performances, we weren't lethal in attack, and we weren't like showing a threat to score more goals and like be a side that's gonna like win like two, three nil, or yeah. Um, John makes a very good point, even as a Birmingham fan. He says, um, how many times has Pearson made odd starting decisions against Birmingham and seems every every season he makes a random choice? It's not it's not only against Birmingham, it's against practically every team. On opening on opening day, we all went, oh, we all know what the t- starting eleven is going to be. It's always going to be Tanner, right back, Max and goal. Uh, Viner, Dickey, Pring is going to be uh, Knight, Williams, James, because Alex Scott wasn't fit. It was going to be Tommy Conway up top, uh, Sam Bell or Mimetti off the left, and Sykes or Cornick off the right. It was not that at all. He quite completely mixed it up, and he were, and we just going, just play the strongest team at your hurdle. And now we've lost our main goal scorer in Tommy Conway. We've lost a few other players uh, through injury. Not his fault, obviously, not Pearson's fault, but still, we've lost a few players. And it's just, and you're just scratching your head, going, just play the full full strength side when it's available it just doesn't do that yeah no you're right we, we should be playing our strongest team at all times and after that middle game we were riding like the crest of the wave we were looking positive just needed to just push on we had the, the home crowd behind us and then he tried something different I think I think obviously Naki's now our only main striker but 
he, I think he's a well experienced striker. He, he's brilliant. His finish is is well clearly not the end of to the, uh, yesterday's game, but usually he's someone to rely on. Um, but against like physical sides, like in that pressing game, the way we play and hoof the ball up, he's never going to win one of those headers against against the back line of another team. So yeah, we we need we need additions in attack. We need additions everywhere, really. Um, we'll and uh, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll get we'll get onto that. Um, you talked about the physicality, and I've already mentioned two Birmingham centre backs, and well, we put Sam Bell up top against them, and, he, and you're just going, what is what is like? He's he feels like four foot one against them. It's it's ridiculous. He's he. I, I understand the plan was, oh, we'll try and use his pace, we'll get in behind them. just never worked, and we couldn't get the ball to Mometi and Sykes and Cornick and whoever it was, and Sam Bell or Naki Wells, in those good positions, because we just, we just didn't get one. We didn't get the second uh, knock knockdowns from the long balls. And two, and this is the main point I want to talk about, and this is my main concern, we were so so slow in midfield so slow in midfield yeah i think also jason knight in the oxford game we could see what he was about like a bit of high pace a bit of intensity but yesterday yeah just slow not nothing really no real excitement from the midfield no like fast passes trying to get it no trying to create energy, something nothing. yeah no creativity and that's obviously what we miss from alex scott but <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's it's not it's not it's not really promising at all. Um, John again says uh, Janino Bakuna, who was uh, their kind of main uh, well operator, he's one of their operators in in that along that front three. He was putting it right back after Ethan Laird went off, and uh, well, we'll start talking about the game, I suppose. Um, Ethan Laird came off after forty minutes with an injury. I think um, John will tell me the full extent of that injury in the chat. Um, but he was their right back and he was basically just bombing forward. And we knew what to expect from Ethan Ladd. He's just bombing forward every time and would just um, try and catch Campering out and just pin Pring and uh, Bell, uh, no, sorry, Mehmeti uh, down our left. Just pin them back. Uh, Bakuna came on. Sorry, Bakuna moved to right back. Uh, Miyoshi moved into right wing. Uh, Birmingham looks brilliant. <laughs> You, yeah. you, you can't you can't deny that once he came on uh five eight minutes after that they scored talk us through the goal yeah well it was a corner am i right in saying that yeah or, corner from the right hand side yeah. yeah corner from the right hand side came in bit of scrappiness trying to clear it and then it falls to how, how do you pronounce it moyoshi Miyoshi, yeah, I think so. Miyoshi, Miyoshi. When he came on, I could just tell he was going to be a threat. I just felt like the way the second he got the ball moving forward, I just think we didn't know what we we're going to do with him, and he had a chance before the goal as well. It was a good block by Williams, I think, or maybe a Leary save, but yeah, was one yeah, of the other. Yeah, no, it's Max well. safe. It's Max safe, right? Yeah, um, but yeah, falls to him, and oh, it's a beautiful strike outside of the boot, top right on his corner weak foot. on his. Oh, I don't know. Weak foot as well, yeah. Well, it was impressive. It was a hard way to go into the half, to end the half, nine, uh, 43rd minute and out of time. But I, th- I think they deserved it. And when he came on, he showed a lot of, um, well, a lot of, uh, yeah, 
quality, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the first half, uh, they, the score was in 45 plus three in additional time. So very late on okay. the stroke of half time. Um, in the first half, we had 61% possession, five shots, zero on target. <laughs> Absolutely nothing on target. Um, and yeah, look, that's kind of how the game went, really. We had a lot of possession, never got into areas that threatened Birmingham. And if you follow, uh, who is it, Fevs on Twitter, he put out a compilation of the whole game where it was just misplaced pass after misplaced pass. Every time we got over the halfway line, the ball would go out of play. It is it's ridiculous. It's so many Those unforced sloppy errors. passes. So they really, they really annoyed me at this level to do that so many times. Just like went through a throw in and then a touch and then it goes out and then too much weight on the balls. It's just, just poor, just sloppy. It's, it's just, it's unacceptable, really. And we saw a couple in the first two games, Matty James, one time I remember against Preston, but you just can't, it, it just can't be happening. There's no excuses. Can't, can't do that at this level and get away with it. And we didn't get away with it at all. Um, Birmingham punished us. Every time Birmingham got, in my in my opinion, every time Birmingham got the ball over the halfway line with their front uh, four, three off the front and uh, Hogan and Jutkovic, they looked such a threat. Like their pace, their energy. Every time they went forward, they, they just had a purpose about them. We didn't. We just, that's, and that, in my opinion, that game yesterday, that was a difference. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't great at all. And then, what minute was the red card? Which we touch on that. Or? Uh, the red card was seventy six. Seventy sixth minute. Yeah, I mean that was questionable. I, I didn't even remember when he got his first yellow, but um, I think it was for an uh, argument, like you know, um, dissent, something like that. It's, it, look, it's not smart from Dicky, so I can understand the first yellow, but the second yellow is not, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, how he, ba- he barely touches him. It's, he skims his shirt and then he falls on the floor and he, he just stands there. It, it's, it's not a yellow in my eyes at all, but I mean, like, clearly the ref, well, the ref gave it and then we put Nate, Cal Naismith, slotted Naismith into that centre back position. <laughs> and then. And what happens with the second goal? <laughs> And then Second on goal. the break. Second goal, Cal Naismith gets it. We're trying to force an equaliser. Uh, sorry, not force an equaliser. Force a shot on target. Um, for, Cal Naismith gets the ball in, in his own half, drives into the pitch. We're, we're all going, yeah, just pass it somewhere. Um, pass it straight into the like, 15 Birmingham players in, in the middle. Um, <laughs> Robs and it's uh, Bielek or Sunjic. He drives um, and... Yeah, uh, passes it to I think Miyoshi on the on the right. Um, he gives it into Jordan James, uh, inside right hand channel, cuts across uh, Jukovic, um there to poke home for two 0 And to be honest, Birmingham were far the better team. They deserved it, and we didn't deserve anything from the game. And we got what we deserved, which is nothing. So, uh, yeah, I, in my opinion, I have no real complaints about. Uh, how we performed and you know what could have been what couldn't have been let's be brutally honest here even if that red card doesn't happen we're not scoring like we win I, I think I think we even played better when we got the red card with 10 men I felt like we were attacking more Birmingham kind of stepped back a bit 
let us have the ball. And we had, well, we had the chance of Naki, of course, with Sambo on the left. He put a good ball in across, but you, you can't yes. miss those chances. Yes, yeah, so the chance was, I think it was one of the midfielders, Knight, Williams or James, uh, puts one through for Sam Bell down the left-hand side. First real, like, injection of energy and pace, and we get in behind Birmingham. There's a surprise. Um, Sam Bell down the left-hand side. Naki Wells makes a typical Naki Wells run, arrives from kind of deep, uh, gets ahead of long, puts a ball in Sam Bell. Brilliant ball in. Uh, Naki Wells, four, five yards out, puts it wide. It's... Um, and at that moment, when it's 1-0 and we're down to 10 men, if we'd equalised, that would have felt like a win. Yeah. No, it would have been a great result how for how bad we played. I mean, it's unlike Naki to miss those kind of chances. It is, it is poor, but I think this will show. This result, hopefully, it gets in their head and we can, well, definitely, there's a lot of improvement to be made. Yeah, as John says, we looked better with uh, 10 men than with mm. 11. And that's saying something, really. And without the extra man in midfield, we looked more dominant. And I'm and I'm sit and I'm sat there confused. And I'm looking. I'm sat there going, "How does that work? Like we're we're, the, we're an extra man short. They they have the advantage, and and they <laughs> and we're looking more. Do- we're, we looked better, more threatening. But Birmingham on the counter attack were brilliant once again, and they punished us. Um, yeah, just I, generally, I, yeah, go. On. Yeah, I thought Max in goal, obviously a lot of questions around him. We do need competition. thought today, I don't think you can blame him on on either of the goals too much. Um, he made the first a brilliant save, didn't he, of yeah. Jordan James, yeah. He made a couple of brilliant saves. It, the ball came in and oh. then it was a touch, yeah. And then it, like the change of direction, he got down to it. I thought that was good. Um, and then the save from Yoshi prior to his goal but for the two goals I don't think you can blame him that much I think his distribution was still not great you got we have to be honest hit a couple yeah. of those out I mean <laughs> to be fair to be fair the whole team's passing was atrocious mm. like really exactly. it was just it was it was it was it was horrendous to watch sometimes um it look it's 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 um it's one of those days where you go what can you actually do? Because Birmingham are just much better than us, and that unfortunately, there, there you are. Um, I think that I think I had them 18th. My predictions, um, yeah, they're, they're not there, they're, they're finishing above us at this rate. There, and they're, yeah. I'm not, I don't think they're finishing eight places below us, to, to say the least. If that's if that's the case, they'll probably be the bottom three. Um, no, look, Birmingham by far the worthy uh, winners on the day, just far better than us. and the main difference was Keshi Anderson, Janina Bakuna, Siriki Dembele, um, who, uh, Miyoshi and Ethan Led uh, for that first 40 minutes. Ran us ragged. Well, every time they got the ball over the halfway line and counter-attacked, they just, they just ran us ragged. And would you agree in the fact that the main difference... With, I don't think there was much difference in between the teams in terms of defence, midfield, but it was just the fact that those creative players we lack so so desperately yeah exactly creativity i think that's what alex scott carroll not i don't want to keep referring to him <laughs> but he's what made us a, a much better team last season but yeah the, the creativity is definitely what we act i thought dembele was great i mean he showed it straight away in the first uh 15 20 seconds taking a nice ball in. sometimes taking yeah <laughs> but no that birmingham a strong team i think i put them 13th, 14th. I still kind of agree with that, but I could see them definitely pushing for the playoffs. We'll, we'll see how they face in the next 
I think we have to wait 10 games, see how the table looks. I mean, it's the same every year, but they are definitely looking like a a, bit, a big threat to, to other sides. And they are the dark horse of it this season. So that's, for, for City, it's now four points, three games. Not the most awful of starts, but still not ideal. It's now a draw, a win and a loss in the first three games. Um kind of how we were last year to be honest we we had yeah. kind of at the end of the season we had the same wins same draws same losses it's it's all it's... around that i think yeah mm-hmm. so it's a better it's a better start to last season in terms of points we had two <laughs> losses uh, and then a draw but um in terms of the opposition well i mean we obviously beat birmingham in january at home uh but their team has changed uh quite a bit since then and then we beat Preston and but we we did draw against Millwall away so we we had we had seven points out of the games of um mm. these first three last year but I don't think you can really can't relate it to that too much. much yeah no it's look it's a it is a pretty appalling performance and we got what we deserved hopefully hopefully um we kind of put that to bed and go away to Hull who have just won away at Blackburn and um, try and get something. Yeah. They went 2-1 in no, the end. Yeah, they won 2-1 with uh, an extra man. They went 1-0 down with uh, with Blackburn with 10 men, but then they turned it around. Um, yeah. You were lucky. We were missing our uh, most pacey player in George Hall. Early season, still a long, long way to go. Important not to get too high or low. You, you're still a few play, play short, being a decent side for me. And that is absolutely absolutely bang on that last bit uh we are still a few players in my honest honest opinion we are about five players short of being a good team um we need i'd say i'd say four but i agree we are we are definitely for me with that with i'm I'm saying five with with the injuries we have right now that's what Mm. that's what i just put out there not five on top of the players we already have that's unfair we need a, probably a backup goalkeeper. Stefan Baic was on the bench um, against uh, Birmingham. We probably need um, centre back. We, we're, it's been kind of confirmed. We need a couple of. We're looking at a couple of midfielders because when that George Thomason and um, who's that Irish midfielder called again? Adam Murphy. We were looking at yeah. them kind of simultaneously. So we're looking to bring two midfielders in, and we're also looking to bring in a forward. Hopefully, um, because at the moment it's if we if we can, if we're relying on Harry Cornick every week, it's looking very good. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think realistically, I see the club making maybe two, three signings before September. Maximum one. two. You think one? Okay. I think one. Um, I think we need about four more players everywhere in the field. Not four for each position, but definitely. At the back, a backup centre back. I mean, now that um, Dickie's got the red card, he's out for the game against Hull. Who do we put there? Now we have to put Cow, which is out of position. We want to play him in the midfield, and I think most fans agree that he plays better there. Or Arayore, um, top, who can't is chuck him in there, Hull. Yeah, yeah. Hull away for a youngster is not the best. We need to really have a, another experienced centre back. Midfield again, definitely. Since Alex Scott's gone, we need a replacement. We need someone else. We need more depth. We need more creativity. And then obviously up front, three shots on target is outrageous. Um, I think maybe 
alone. I think we, what we need is a good Tammy Abraham type loan from the Premier League. Yeah, please. Give me, Tammy, give, me, give me Tammy Abraham. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, a player to get us 15 20 goals, be like some a, a lethal striker. I think that's exactly what we need. And that's a big shopping list, I don't think we're gonna get it, but I think urgent, I think a midfielder and a defender is what we'll look at. I think, for the club's perspective, yeah, it. uh, yeah, I agree. In terms of uh, needs urgency, um, yeah, we're probably looking at center back and a midfielder, whether that's creative or defensive, honestly, don't know. Um, Whatever it is, just get someone in. Just sign someone, please. Because um, anyone at the moment will do. Um, yeah, uh, apparently we're, according to Bristol City Live, are quite reliable. Um, we are looking at a loan from the Premier League at centre-back. So if we're looking at a centre-back and midfielder, it will probably be loan for centre-back and permanent for midfielder. And that's not surprising since Thomason rumours and Murphy rumours. Um, it's just... Look... Whatever happens in the transfer window, if Pearson is not happy with the transfer window, how it ends, because clearly he he also agrees. He hasn't said this outright, but he also kind of looks, if you look at the body language, he also agrees with the fact that we need a couple more in there straight away um, to look in terms of, you know, just improving the squad. And it's not at the moment. It's not up to it at championship level. The squad depth is fine. It's not top half level and it needs to be really because we need to use a squad fairly small squad we need a bit more um yeah further news well from a insider account at the football club i have again no idea how reliable this is uh thomas callas has signed a new one-year deal at bristol city uh yeah i can yeah yeah your reaction says okay uh, yeah, that's um, very interesting it's been a lot a long time coming now since his contract got expired but if that is true then i mean obviously we wanted less wages i think it was waiting out trying to maybe get higher wages but maybe he accepted the deal but yeah i mean he was probably looking for other clubs but maybe i guess no one came to him and i think it's a better decision to stick with the club and with his injuries but he definitely needs to cut down on the wage bills I i think he's still Personally, I think he's still a quality player. And from what we saw at some of the games, like Man City, I think he can really help us. But what do you think? No, look, um, we've been we've been kind of held held uh, for ransom, really, because um, we're we're basically the the second or third choice, and he hasn't had he hasn't had an offer from whether abroad or just high championship where he's his injury record has kind of gone in and um into consideration and they've kind of gone actually no you know what no uh, not going to sign Callas. <sighs> he's 29 so he's not is he 29 30 maybe he's one of them um yeah so he's not exactly young uh i'll just check uh, if he's 29 or 30 he's 30 uh so he's not young anymore he's not that uh that player we signed for eight million uh, under Lee Johnson, who is now going to be the next best championship defender and the next Adam Webster. He's not that anymore. Uh, and I think fans are kind of dining out on that season on, with Webster. By the way, with Adam Webster alongside you in the championship, Ashley Phil- Ashley Williams would have looked good. Um, so I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying Callas isn't a good player. He is a good player. Um, 
but we can't really go out on that Webster season because Webster was simply ridiculous at this level. Uh, honestly, he doesn't fit the model. And that's what's concerning me because I thought we'd moved on from kind of high wages um, players who are who are kind of peaking and trying to just get a big money moved in the championship, which we which we were willing to pay. Um, I thought we'd moved on to the Jason Knights and the Hayden Roberts and the uh, kind of Ross McCrory's, you know, young, just about to hit their prime, really good resale value if they do well at City. We're not. We're not, that's not what Thomas Callas says. He's injury prone. He's kind of not played many games in the last two years. Doesn't fit our system. We're not going to get any resale value for him, if, even if we keep him on for one summer, for one season. And that's, yeah. you know, on high wages as well. So I don't understand this. I, d- I don't think Pearson personally would like that as well. I mean, he likes to see progress. He likes investments. Just another one year just to add some squad depth on high wages is not really the type of um, deals that he does. So, um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see if that's true. But um, no, yeah, what, what an, another year with Callas, I don't think, well, he's still coming. Well, he's probably recovered, but no preseason. He's not fit right now. So it'd be, it'd be really a struggle to get back into the first team. And then even if, when Dickie comes back, he won't go straight into that. Into he's the back line. Dickie, he'll have yeah. to wait. Yeah. Definitely not. So he'd have to wait for an injury or a, a run of bad form. But the way the partnership is going between Vine and Dickie, I think they're great. But we do need more squad depth there. Probably Callas, maybe not the right option. I, I do like him and I think he's a good player. But again, alone alone from the Premier League would be kind of similar. But then again, they have, they're obviously going to be of higher quality than Callas and more fit and ready to come in and make a big difference. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can I can kind of see where you're coming from in terms of we just need depth, but uh, but if that's kind of what's come to then um what has been going on, it's like what how many targets have we actually missed out on to be that desperate to go back to Thomas Callas and kind of beg him to come back. It is what it is. Um Maybe it's a deal that suits player and club if he's on low, if he's on low, uh, maybe that's wages, uh, knows the manager and club. Yeah, look, he knows the club and he knows the manager and he's, I don't think he's moved from Bristol, um, uh, the city anyway, uh, since he's kind of left official, since his contract expired, he's not left Bristol. Um, so maybe he was always going to come back. I don't know. Um, if this is true, then obviously added depth which is fine but how many times is that depth going to be available to play is uh <laughs> is going to be another question right that's thomas Callas. uh we'll end the show with about 10 minutes to talk about holloway which is our next game and yeah it's look it's not going to be an easy one because holla Hull have been good uh under the senior they lost on opening day to Norwich away, and they were they deservedly lost. But even if it was in the 90th minute, they deservedly lost. They beat Sheffield Wednesday four uh, two, which you could catch them at a good time. But they then they beat Blackburn away two one as well. But Blackburn were down to ten men. So this is 
especially at, at, at away at Hull, on a Friday night as well, uh, not going to be an easy game. No, I mean, like you said, they're on six points right now. It's a decent start to the season. I think Sheffield Wednesday have had, well, obviously zero points out of six and uh, out of nine. Uh, not a great start to the season. I think everyone kind of expected that. So that win, I'm not saying, I'm not taking anything away from Hull, but um, most, well, all the teams have beaten them so far. Um, Blackburn, like you said, they went down to 10 men, but Hull aren't a bad team at all. And the way we're playing right now, it's definitely not going to be easy. Having said that, I'll, well, we've only played one away game, but we did win that. Home atmosphere slash form hasn't been amazing, I think, at, at all. But um, I think, yeah, we could get a result out of it, but it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. No, and Hull have some really good players who are on form. Um, Ozan Tufan got just a hat-trick. Only a hat trick against uh, Sheffield Wednesday, so you know nothing, nothing much there. Um, and then Aaron Connolly comes um, comes off the bench for Hull with twenty five minutes to go, scores a double to win them the game at Blackburn. So uh, <laughs> look, it's 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 not going to be an easy game at all. And um, honestly, I'm not very confident going into this. I think they have, I think I'll have superior quality, especially. Especially in midfield, uh, with Seri, uh, with Tufan, with Slater, with Xavier Simmons, um, they are just a better team than us. I think that I think you have who, to say that. Who would you want in the starting lineup for? Well, for us, for us, um, stick with Max, obviously. Tanner right back, uh, Viner. You'd have to put Cal Naismith in at centre back, and. Uh, you'd put <laughs> who'd I put at left back? That's a very good question. Um, we'll talk about that actually. Who would you put at left back to start? Campering or Hayden Roberts? I, I thought last game. I think it was a good chance for Hayden Roberts. I feel like a bit more of like technicality, ability on the ball. I thought when he came on, he he was he showed a bit more like intensity and. Uh, and a bit more like quality on on the ball. I think Pring was still really good when he played. He made a couple of good challenges, but I think Roberts right now has. I feel like he's the kind of player that will get those attacking chances. And I think what I wanted last game and what I still want for this game is to see Anis and um, Roberts on the left hand side and see how that works for like a decent majority of the game and see if we can create some chances from that. So personally, I'd see Roberts starting. And then maybe pring towards the end of the game if we somehow are in a winning position or trying to hold on to a point um, to see out the game. But yeah, personally, Roberts. But yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd stick. No, I'd put uh, Hayden Robertson as well. Just, just, just give him 75, 80 minutes. And as you say, if we are somewhat miraculously winning at Hull, um, just put just put Campring in um, and just to see the game out and. In midfield, I'd put Matthew James, um, Joe Williams, Jason Knight, and honestly, I would have put I would have stuck Cal Naismith in there, had <coughs> Joe Williams, but well, Rob same. Pitty. I was going to say that as well. <laughs> well, 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 we kind of we've been in that situation. Um, yeah, would you agree, Knight, Williams, James? Yeah, I didn't think 
Joe really showed much against Birmingham. I couldn't, he didn't really like bring anything to the midfield. Um, and neither Knight as well. I think um, he did. I think against Millwall, he created one or two chances. I remember one where he, he went through the middle and created intact, but it kind of feels like they were a bit like ghosts in the game. Nothing March didn't really notice them creating anything, but yeah, you can't, we kind of have to stick with them. I don't know. I don't see who else we'd put in there. I mean, like right back, you said Tanner, uh, Ross McCrory with this bacterial infection. It's really an unknown. Nigel Pearson said that he might have to have surgery. So that P- could put Pearson it up is to... said, no, Pearson, when he first got it in pre-season, he said, um, uh, oh, it'll probably be a couple of weeks. Couple of weeks have passed. Then another couple of weeks have passed. Oh, probably be a couple of months. I'm like, what? What, what are you? What are you talking? Just, just tell the truth. Uh, ridiculous. Um, anyway, uh, up top. Yeah, so many, so many options. Um... So many <laughs> wonderful options to put. <laughs> I think. Oh God. Um, I, I, I put Naki up front. I don't yeah. really want to see Sambo up there again. Um, and then because of the Roberts at left back, I, I want to have Anis there on the left wing, which I wanted for Birmingham as well. I want to see that for like 60 minutes of the game. I want I, I kind of want to see how that plays out, if we can do something just like the Oxford game. But yeah, Naki up front. And then for the right-hand side, I'm, I think Cornet can sit on the bench for this, this for this one. And Alfred Sykes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think both of them have... I think Sykes always has a decent game. Doesn't create too much, but... I think he's a bit more he's more solid than Cornick. So yeah, I have him start as well. What about you? What's your front Co- three? Yeah, I'd agree with Naki up top. Um I don't think Sam Bell deserves to be dropped. So uh because let's be honest, he was starved of anything. He, but we weren't playing to his strengths mm. against Birmingham. We put we put him against two massive centre backs and went try and win the ball in the air you're not going to win the ball in the air um so i'd put him on the left uh against whoever their right back is louis call or cyrus christie uh and try and force something down their right hand side uh on the right for us i'd put mark sykes um harry cornick was quite honestly dreadful uh against birmingham he was really bad and um yeah i don't think he deserves to start again but if he doesn't start, we're not going to score any goals because we don't have his long throw-ins. Um, <laughs> because supposedly that's the only way we can actually score now uh, from his long throw. Um, yeah, like you said in your in your video, no open play goals yet in the championship season. So, and I ha- I haven't checked, but I think we're the only team after three games to not score a goal from open play. I think. Because uh, Middlesbrough scored one goal so far, but they uh, scored a goal from open play. And Huddersfield, with two, have scored one from open play. So I think we're the only team in the championship. So here's our trophy. Um, we're the only team after three games not to score a goal from open play this season, which is absolutely disgusting. It is. It is, yeah. that, is, that, is that is with the options we have up front and. Well, we don't have much creativity in the middle, but the options we have up front, that is, that is stupid. That, is, that shouldn't be on. And it, and it took us nearly the whole season to score a goal from outside the box. Um, well, which that's, is that's, that's I don't, a different story. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Just going to, I don't think that will happen at all this season. Um, 
I can't mm. see that happening. And I think it was still from open play, I think well, we'll get on to our predictions in a minute, but I don't think I don't think it's gonna happen. Um yeah. Uh uh you I've kind of built it built it up with my negativity and um I'm gonna say um we're we're not gonna win, let alone get anything. Uh at the is it the MKM now the the Hull Hull City um, Stadium MKM KCOM whatever it is uh, we're not going to win there we're not going to get anything there so um, yeah I think Hull are going to have a bit of a field day with us to be honest uh, if they if they catch us on the count if they if they look at the Birmingham performance and how they set up to play against us if they allow us to have the ball they're going to win <laughs> comfortably. Um, if they have the ball, we might have a chance. We you never know. Um, yeah, unless we have a Millwall style defensive masterclass performance, where well, we don't even have Rob Dickey anymore. But so that's yeah, not happening. Exactly. Uh, but unless Zach Viner turns into Maldini and just kicks and clears everything away, and we're, we're not getting anything, I'm so sorry. We're not going to score another goal, I don't think. Um, or it's very, very unlikely. Um, I'll go two nil to Hull. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Talking about the stadium, the funniest one is the car leasing the stadium. I just have oh, to select car leasing. Nah, the brilliant ready one. Yeah, <laughs> that always gets me. But okay, yeah. For my prediction, I don't see us scoring either. To be honest, just three shots on target is is not good at all. I do think, like you said, after the Birmingham game, they'll let us have control. We won't do anything. We'll make one chance. We might miss. Maybe we'll get a few shots, but none, none on target. Maybe one. <laughs> If we're lucky. Um, if the away fans can experience one shot on target, they'll go home happy. But um... do you remember that Lee Johnson uh, period when we went on a bad run before COVID and we we just didn't score any goals and everybody was chanting shots on target. Duh, duh. The the whole the whole of Aston Gate. It was the one time we actually were loud and just shouting <laughs> shot on target. It was, the one it was time. brilliant. But it was <laughs> the one time our atmosphere is actually good is when the team is absolutely awful. But brilliant. there we go. But yeah, um, I think they'll let us control the ball. And I think we'll again have a high percentage of possession. But I'm going to go for our first nil-nil of the season. And I'm going to say no goals from either sides. We take a point, go, get back to BS3. And yeah, that. I think it'll just no. be a dull game. Oh, no chances on either side and just a nil-nil. I don't want to be negative, but I just see that playing out. And I don't see, yeah. we don't look like we're going to score any goals. You're being positive, mate. I'll take that. I'm taking a nil. I'm biting your hand off for a nil-nil draw. I'll take that and run. Um, but there we are. That is that's our predictions. Mine was two-nil Hull. Um, no, you know what? You know what? I'll say two-nil City. So if we do win two-nil, I'll say I called it. Um, so two-nil City for me. Um, not to Bristol, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, you said nil-nil. Um, the um, way it's going was... though now, I, I I won't be surprised if it's a four-four thriller. <laughs> four, <laughs> four, 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 just, four, just score random Harry Cornick bicycle <laughs> dick from everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> all four goals from all four goals are from Harry Cornick long throws and just smacking it. <laughs> Brilliant. Um yeah, that <laughs> uh yeah, there we go. That is uh, that is match review for whatever Birmingham, whatever that day yesterday was um 
whatever that performance you want to call it, uh, we didn't turn up. The only three people, only three Bristol City players that turned up were Andy Voiman, Tommy Conway, and Aman Ben Roos, and they were and they were signing um <laughs> signing shirts <laughs> and autographs outside uh, outside the South Stand. Uh, those are the only three mm. Bristol City players that turned up. Um, yeah, we're going to Holloway next. Well, I'm not me, but um, Bristol City are playing. <laughs> not Holloway me either. Next. Uh, Bristol City are playing Holloway next um, so on the Friday night at 7.45 if you want if you don't want um, more pain uh, I suggest don't go on social media have an early night and just 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 just, just switch off really um, but yeah that is it that is our Birmingham preview Birmingham preview Birmingham preview, preview. <laughs> I, I wish it was I uh, wish we could rewind um and our Hull City preview. Um, we'll we, we are playing Swansea. No, Norwich in the Cup. And then it's Swansea. And then Swansea away. And then Swansea away, who are definitely going to now win 5-0 on the weekend. And we're all going to cry uh, looking, at, <laughs> looking at who we're playing next. Um, yeah, hopefully we're more positive in the next podcast, but I don't see it personally. Um, it's yeah, a good no, we'll, we'll aim for... We'll aim for one shot on target and then we'll be happy. We'll be shots on target. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a goodbye from me. Matisse, do you want to say goodbye? Yeah, no, it's been a pleasure. Hopefully, we'll have Dan next week again. He couldn't make it, unfortunately, but you know, a lot of games to go. We've still got 43 of the season. Hopefully, hopefully, some more some more points on the table. But yeah, we'll, we move to whole next Friday. Yeah, see you guys. See you guys. <laughs>